Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Thanks for joining us. I'm Veronica Dagger, and I cover wealth management and personal finance for the Wall Street Journal. Drew Horder is a financial advisor and founder of Horder Investment Management. Welcome, Drew. Hi, Veronica. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. So, Drew, what got you interested in the topic of what sports can teach kids about money? Well, being an athlete myself, it was all about uh, my own children growing up. What could I teach them through sports uh, in, in academics and in the future when they get into their own business field or whatever? So I thought there's a great parallel between playing sports and what you do financial services-wise or even in a future uh, career. And what's your favorite sport? Mine's football. Okay, so let's go some of the through some of the lessons. One of the big ones is, and I know this is a Jets fan, is that you don't always win in sports. So how does that help you with investing? And what can our kids learn from that? Well, you, you have the same parallels. I mean, obviously in sports you don't win all the time. So when you're not winning, you got to uh, take a step back and say, why aren't I winning? Well, the same goes with investment management. If I'm not being the best or close to one of the best managers uh, in the country in my particular asset class, well, why aren't I? So I need to go back and and revisit what I do, just like you do in a game plan for football. I need to adjust to become better as a football player or as a teammate, uh, as well as in financial services, to be uh, competitive and to win and to, to garner uh, assets from more clients. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we're talking mostly to consumers here. So what, when consumers think about it and they're thinking, you know, we're not always going to win in this game, what's the message to them? Think long term rather than just think about the immediate market results? Yes. I mean, long term investing is the key. It's, it's the perseverance. It's staying true to your risk tolerance. Uh, we're very big on risk tolerance. Uh, for our clients across the country. And so it's, uh, you, you make those adjustments uh, uh, as you move along through life. Uh, in the first part of your life, you might be uh, putting money away for 529 plans or putting money away for, for a home. How do you invest that money? And then you move on to uh, college preparation, uh, uh, actual expenses, and then you move into the retirement scenario. So you have to constantly adjust, just like you would in sports, what's your game plan as to how you accomplish the different goals you have from age 22 to 62. Sports also teaches you to be prepared for the unexpected, doesn't it? Very much so. Uh, that's, uh, you know, the markets can do what they do, especially in the fast-paced world that we live in today. And then all of a sudden you're on a football team or whatever, and uh, two of your big starters or your quarterback gets hurt. And now you have to adjust and, and, and redo your plan. So uh, it's being flexible. It's not overreacting in, in critical times, but thinking through the process in a more rational basis than necessarily an emotional basis. And results don't happen overnight either. No, results happen over time. Just stay true to your risk tolerance and how you feel about your money. That if uh, we ask a question all the time, but, you know, how much would your portfolio have to lose before you would become very uncomfortable? And some people will say 20%. Well, if your million-dollar portfolio became worth $800,000 tomorrow, how would you feel? Well, I wouldn't like that. Then it's not 20%. You have to adjust to what could actually happen in those unforeseen uh, uh, market events. 
Drew, let's bring this back to the kids. So your kids are out there on the field. They're playing sports in different seasons. What do you? How do you teach them about the investment? So how do you bring this back to making the connection between sports and investing? Yeah, this is a perfect timing because I have a, a senior going on to college and a junior come becoming a senior, and they've played 12 years of sports. So everything they've learned from being a teammate to being a leader to uh, you know, making their skill sets better. Now, we basically foray that into the financial services industry, but that this is no different. This is a mental game versus a necessarily a physical game that you're going to be in. And it's the same thing. It's you work harder, you become more educated, you re- adjust your game plans, you make sure that uh, everything you're learning is for the advancement of what you're currently doing. So my transition of my my son's now going on to uh, you know, a senior year and then a freshman year in college. Now we're making that transition from everything they learned sports-wise and, and doing the same things only now in more of a business-like setting. Got you. Drew, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'd love for you to take our fun financial quiz. You game? Sure. All right. We're speaking about sports and investing with Drew Hoarder, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. AI may be the most important new computer technology ever, but AI needs a lot of processing speed, and that gets expensive fast. Upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash wallstreet, oracle.com slash Wall Street. For more insights, enable the Wall Street Journal skill on any device with Amazon Alexa. Get all of our podcasts, as well as the latest news and market updates. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with financial advisor Drew Horder, who's going to take our fun financial quiz. You ready, Drew? Absolutely. What's the best financial advice you ever heard? The best financial advice you ever heard, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Indeed. Worst financial advice you ever heard? Well, that's even a better one. I started this business in 1982, and at the time, I wasn't the the most brilliant advisor in the world because I was new to the industry. But I was told to go out and sell 8.5% load equity mutual funds when the 30-year U.S. Treasury was paying 15% guaranteed for 30 years. Man, fill in the blank. Money can buy? Well, it can buy you material things. Money can't buy? It can't buy integrity, reputation, and being a great uh, coach or parent. Indeed. And if you want a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it? Well, that's a good question for me, being an RIA of a, of a, a low-risk portfolio uh, and being from the Midwest, uh, I would invest it wisely, prudently, uh, without uh, significant risk. Thanks so much, Drew. I appreciate it. Thank you, Veronica. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening.